0: Welcome to Thinking Edge with Ed Boudreaux. So, really happy to be here today with you, uh, Dinesh. Today, we have Dinesh Damani, co founder and CEO of Ori. And Ori is an, an amazing product. It's actually an AI enabled digital speech coach. But, Dinesh, really love to hear about you, your background, and, and really what drove you to create this amazing product. Thank you, Edward.
1: Yeah, excited to be here. It all started when I had given this presentation at work. I just did it to a senior management group, but then my manager pulled me aside and she's like, Danush, you can be the smartest engineer in the room, but if you don't learn how to communicate clearly and confidently, you're putting a glass ceiling on your head and you'll never climb any higher. You'll never become a manager. You'll never become a leader. And I was like, what should I do? And sure, I joined this public speaking club called Toastmasters, an amazing gift in my life. I went there religiously week after week, and I reached a point where I felt, wow, this is not something you're born with, but it's a learnable skill. Anyone can learn how to be a better and a more effective communicator. Anyone can learn how to influence people more than what they were just born with. And back at work, I felt like I'd broken through this glass ceiling. I was getting more buying for my ideas, more airtime with senior decision makers, and I just... Felt This is not just a soft skill, it's a crucial business skill that everybody should have. And that's what inspired me to start something that could help people inside companies, whether that's an individual or a team, to just speak more confidently, instead of having to go through all the other things that are out there. Just one elegant solution that can get them from zero to one.
0: That's amazing. It's uh I think it's super interesting. Some folks think the you know that business language or the vehicle of communication is is PowerPoint. Nothing more could be further from the truth. It's it's you are the presentation. The person is the presentation.
1: Exactly.
0: And what does Ori actually do to to enable that level of communication to enable folks to really break through that that communication barrier, that that glass ceiling that you mentioned?
1: Mm-hmm. And I love to use the analogy of, let's say, learning how to play the piano. If you're learning to play the piano, you have three things happening at the same time. One, you're getting the theory from your coach or online. Second, you're practicing it every day or every week. And number three, you're getting some feedback from your coach on perhaps your finger style, perhaps how you're keying in on the keys or whatever. So there's theory, there's practice and feedback. Those are the three essential components to learn any soft skill out there. And what ORI provides you is all the theory around the basics of communication, the basics of presentation skills, the basics of personal presence, like a lesson called first impression Mm. or fighting your fingers or correcting your pace or varying your energy. Everything, gamified lessons that are very interactive, very fun to do, all baked inside ORI. Now, while you're doing that lessons, you might watch a video, a good speech, a bad speech. You might read a prompt. And as you're reading and recording inside Ori, Ori is actually listening. And that AI digital coach is then taking in your speech and then giving you feedback. So not only are you getting the second thing, which is practice in your own privacy at your own time as much as you want, but you're getting objective feedback on how well or poorly you did. And that's what's helping you improve. That's what Ori does.
0: I would say, you know, in in business context, rarely would someone give me feedback on, you know, my my communication skills, how I'm communicating, what what I can do to improve. So it's really amazing that you have a, you know, that that concept of a a digital speech coach for improvement.
1: I had my manager (laughs) who gave me good feedback and I wish everybody had that manager after every meeting. Because when you ask someone, how did I do? All you're going to get is you did a good job. That's it. But there's always room for improvement. Even if you did a great job, if people were more candid in the daily workflow, everybody would be upskilling every single day. There would have been no need to go through formal training.
0: That's great. I always reflect on the book Radical Candor, which is you know having deep empathy for someone, uh, but also caring directly, but giving them that, that direct feedback as well. So with Ori, it's, uh, you're getting that radical candor, right? You're getting that deep knowledge of how to improve communication skills.
1: Yep. And the thing with radical candor is when it comes from a human being you don't trust, hmm. you can take offense with that. And you might not even believe in that feedback, so you will not implement it. However, when it's coming from a human being you trust, then you will implement it because you know that they have your back. They don't want to insult you. But with AI or a computer, you're going to trust it. People just believe that computers are right, and that's a whole different topic. But in terms of ORI's feedback, people tend to think of it as more objective, and they tend to implement and work on that.
0: That's great. Now, with ORI, do you, do you get a sense for, you know, do you get data around users? And, and where I'm heading with the question is that if you were to identify the parts of communication, if you were to break that down, where would you say the most frequent improvements could be garnered or, or had? So, you know, example would be that I suffer from the ah syndrome. So I'll, I'll pause and I'll be like, ah, And I know that's really part of uh, a breakdown in my communications. Like, what would you say that stack would look like in terms of topmost communication breakdowns or barriers that people have? And, you know, what does that stack actually look like?
1: Yeah, the top two are filler words and pace. The filler word really, really impacts people's speech and really hampers their credibility. And the worst thing about filler words, you don't know. When you're using it, you have to have a third party actually tell you what your filler is. Even with me as a developer of ORI, I tend to get a random new filler based on the day of the year. And I don't realize it until someone else, a friend of mine might point it out. So that's filler words. And then the second one is pace. A lot of people actually talk really fast. And from our research around psychology, around computational linguistics, our brains cannot process information that fast. There has to be pauses, there has to be intonations, and people need to slow down. So that's the top two things.
0: And you know this might be a little bit of a an unfair question, but if you were to identify people in the public realm that have really good speech patterns and, and communication skills, who would you identify to say that's an incredible communicator?
1: Well, it depends on the type of communication. Mm. I could tell you that... In my workplace, my manager was a fantastic communicator because of the way she led the meetings, the way she captured people's attention. When I've gone to, let's say, watching keynotes at different conferences, I loved Steve Jobs, watching him and presenting and taking command of the entire room. So it really depends on what is that mode of delivery and what the conversation is. But yes, you have so many great communicators and you have many, 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 many more who are not so great but they think
0: they're great. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. When I think about communication, and I'd love you to expand on this. So not only is it the, the verbal, the intonation, the pausing, the pacing, the filler words, how do you think about the other attributes of communication? You know, one would be clearly body language.
1: Yeah, I break down communication into three things. The first one is the vocal stuff that you just mentioned all your ums and uhs, your pacing, energy, all of that, which Ori does a wonderful job in detecting. But the second one is your body language. And the third one is your actual content. What are you saying? So going into body language, is something we are venturing into very recently, or I can detect your facial expressions and tell you if you're having a smile. For example, 20% smile has such a big impact on everything else, like right now I'm smiling. That's why you hear a good melody in my voice you can hear that I am energetic. I'm not flat, boring, monotone. So all these three things actually go hand in hand in coming up with a good communication style for you. So body language is another one. And the third one was content, which is also something we're venturing into, like storytelling. Are you having a beginning, middle, or end? We're also diving into conciseness. Are you speaking a topic in Fifty words instead of 30 words. What are the filler words that are you using? Like, I think perhaps sort of where is the repetition happening? So we're diving into both body language and content as well.
0: You know, it, it's getting me to think in two ways. I think one of the ways is could you use a, or think about or I, since you're capturing so much around humans, could you actually use that to, to train machines to be more human? Because the, you know, we have faults it's, in communication, but that's actually what makes us human, which is super interesting.
1: Two really great points. The first one is, can you teach a machine how to be more human? When you look at machines today, most people think of, let's say, Alexa, because yeah. there you're actually talking to a machine and AI. You're talking to Siri. And if I have this vision or this idea where when you're talking to Siri, not only does Siri understand what you're saying, hey, what's the weather, but... Siri is also understanding how you're saying it. Maybe you wake up in the morning with a cold and Siri's like, the weather is freezing today. And I hear from your voice that you have a cold. Would you like me to order something for your take care? So that's the kind of AI improving that I do see happening if they have a better understanding on how humans communicate. Because our minds and our ears as human beings are such beautiful instruments and beautiful tools. We can detect so much more than a machine can, and there's so much potential there.
0: That's really fascinating. Now, how do you think about, where does emotion play in this? Because it's, I, I love your comment around the, having conversations with Siri or, or Alexa, and if I'm angry, <laughs> they, you might be able to d- detect that or, or you know, emotional state. How does that factor in?
1: We don't track that currently with Ori, but our team has deep expertise and domain knowledge in computational linguistics and understanding and breaking down human speech. So we have seen research, we have done our own explorations where it is possible. A lot of things today can be digitized or productized. So if you take a human being, how does one human know when the other human is angry? Perhaps it's their intonation, perhaps it's the agitation in their voice perhaps is the word choice that they're using. So you can take all these things, initially create rules to be able to determine at a somewhat accurate level what the emotion might be. But then if you collect a large enough data set, meaning 10,000, 100,000, a million different recordings with an outcome, then you can even run it on a machine learning algorithm for it to do its own regressions and determine what features within the speech led to that particular outcome. So again lots of potential there not that we are exploring it fully but there is some potential there
0: right and then it reminds me of so with ori it's really one to one in a way and then it made me think of of one to many so the one to many would be you know in a in a team meeting and i think it's interesting because it reminds me of Ray Dalio's book, Principles, that I believe every meeting that rate the meeting, but that also rate the people in the meeting for, you know, outcomes would be a good example. It'd be interesting to think about the team aspect in terms of was there effective communication among the team? You know, did Ed overpower the meeting as as a leader? And that might be expected some some. You know, some days or if I was, you know, communicating something to the team, do you do you think about expanding in in that realm or I guess other ways? I was thinking of what other, you know, ways could this be leveraged to help teams?
1: Yeah. Whenever I talk about Ori, those people who have read the book Principles, it all tell me about
0: this tool
1: that Ray and his team has created, the dot collector that allows teams to know how does communication and decision making is happening in the team. And yes, we have thought of how do we go beyond just public speaking or communications and into how conversations actually happen and how do you make conversations more effective? So yes, it is very, very much possible if ORI is going one-to-many, imagine it lives on your Cisco WebEx meetings. It's learning who is saying what. Edward said this, Patrick said that, Danish said this. And how is the back and forth communication happening? Is someone perhaps using confrontational sentences? Right. Do they need to go and do a course on non-aggressive communication styles? Wow. So yes, definite big potentials there.
0: And Dinesh, we I always ask, you know, one question of folks on the podcast, and it's and this could be in the realm of personal communications, it could be you know, you as a CEO, it could be you know product thinking, but you know the the question is, if you were to give three pieces of advice to folks looking to communicate in a much better way and you know much more effective, what would those three pieces of advice be?
1: Wonderful. So my top three tips. Number one, twenty percent smile. Hmm. of your conversations, as long as you're having a 20% smile, everything else will just go with the flow. Your smile will make you speak slower. Your smile will make you not speak in a monotone. Your smile will make you connect much more better with your audience. Your smile will make the audience smile. And in turn, they'll make you smile more and they'll make you more confident and less stressed out. So the 20% smile does so many things. That's number one. Number two, practice, 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 practice. I can't emphasize on the need to practice. There are so many people who have come up with great ideas, great stories, but the first time that they actually take it on their tongue and their mouth is the first time they're in front of a real audience. But you need to practice, especially in high stakes meetings, high stakes conversations. So practice. And there's so many ways of practicing with your dog in front of the mirror, <laughs> by yourself, out loud, pull out a peer, record yourself, and record yourself on Ori. That's another one. And I think that'll be the third tip, which is use Ori. Ori is the best way to improve on your communication skills. It has everything out there from practice mode to training content on all these different areas of communication. So that would be my third tip. And you can download the app for free. It has a seven-day free trial on the App Store. Try it out.
0: I love it. Three three great tips. I could hear you smiling over the you know, over the phone, just just now, and and practice, and then you know, I've used Ori. It's just an amazing product, and really gives you that that level of of coaching that's you know independent of the everyday work situations that we're in, and, and really helps you refine your your speech and communication. So, really, thank you for today, Dinesh. Really appreciate you know everything you're doing and, and making the world better by folks communicating at a at a much higher level. So. Couldn't thank you enough for today, Dinesh. Thank you. Thanks for having me share our story.